Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. The 411 stands for four thoughts, one quote, and one answer, and they're all around optimizing our breath and optimizing our life. So let's jump straight into thought number one, which is titled Breathing Blue, Why Being In or Near Water is Good for Your Breath. So I usually, when I write a guest blog post, uh, I usually include it as like a little extra bonus because I don't like to take away from these thoughts, right? I love putting these together, but I'm super excited about this one, so I'm including it here. Um, it's a short five-minute read, but of course, that means you have to go back and find the link and click it and all that. So if you don't have time to do all that, here are the three key takeaways that I think are useful enough to, to be practical and add value to your life. So here they are. One, being in water provides natural resistance breathing, which is really good. Uh, two, being near water may naturally trigger the relaxation response, which would then uh, help slow down your breathing naturally. Uh, and then third, just hearing water might help you relax deeper and easier and add a little bit more relaxation to your breathing practice. I've talked about a couple of these in the newsletter before, but I've organized them all into a nice blog post. So go check it out if you're interested. And if not, I hope that is at least enough to get you started. All right, I'll move on to the second thought. Separation of heart and lungs is an interesting historical question. Quote, the cardiovascular and respiratory systems exist in series with the lungs situated between the right and left sides of the circulation. Thus, breathing directly affects the cardiovascular system. How circulation and respiration became separated into different systems, disciplines of study, and specialties in clinical medicine is an interesting historical question. End quote. And that was written by Michael Joyner, MD and Sarah Baker, PhD in 2021 in the Journal of the American Heart Association. So it's a nice reminder from the American Heart Association that breath is heart and heart is breath, right? How they got separated into different systems is an interesting historical question as these experts tell us. And since it was written by two experts, an MD and a PhD, in the Journal of the American Heart Association, it's one of these quotes to keep in your back pocket, to pull out, to help explain the power of breathing to people who are new to it, or maybe just don't understand how interconnected the breath and heart are. And in fact, they should not even be considered separate. Amazing. Yeah, go check out the article too. There's a link to it. It's a really quick read. It's an awesome little editorial. All right, let's move on to thought number three, how it should be and letting the breath and life unfold naturally. Quote, our tendency is to ride the breath, push it along, help it out, especially when we hear that the breath is part of this marvelous sutra, that, is, that it is the life force itself and can lead us to enlightenment. We hear that a deep breath relaxes the body and figure that an accomplished meditator will be breathing deeply all the time. So, sometimes very subtly, we try to make the breath a little deeper, end quote. And that is Larry Rosenberg from Breath by Breath. And I literally felt like Larry was looking directly at me when he wrote that last sentence that we hear a deep breath relaxes the body and figure that an accomplished meditator will be breathing deeply all the time. So we try to make the breath a little deeper. In any case, I definitely find myself trying to breathe certain ways because, of course, that's how the breathing diabetic 
should be breathing, right? That's how I should be. I do all this stuff, right? Uh, but, and so I just thought that was hilarious that he was just calling me out. But more generally, I think we can interpret breathing in this passage as a metaphor for all aspects of life, right? We might ask ourselves, in what way am I trying to make something the way I think it should be rather than accepting how it is? I have about a million. I'm sure you do too, right? But what do we do? Then we use Larry's advice either, again, literally, if yours is for the breath like me, or metaphorically for whatever you're dealing with. And here is his advice, quote, if we can learn to allow the breath to unfold naturally without tampering with it, then in time we may be able to do that with other aspects of our experience. We might learn to let the feelings be, let the mind be, end quote. So I just think that's beautiful, just letting things unfold naturally without tampering with it and let things be how they actually are. All right, I'll move on to the fourth and final thought, which is titled, Practice is an Art and Science. So every single breathing practice we do rests somewhere between an art and a science. The goal is to find an enjoyable sweet spot for you. So think about that. As you design your breathing practice, how much art, how much science, find that sweet spot and enjoy practicing the breath. And with that, I will move on to the one quote for this week. Quote, you know that our breathing is inhaling and exhaling of air. The organ which serves for this is the lungs, which lie around the heart. Thus, breathing is a natural way to the heart. End quote. And that's Nisiphorus the Solitary. And I apologize if I mispronounce Nisiphorus. Maybe that's not how it's said, but I believe that is right. Okay, and that's it. Let's move to the one answer for this week. The category is water and breathing. And the answer is because water is about 800 times denser than air, it exerts pressure on the chest wall and makes breathing about this much harder. What is about 60% harder That's crazy. That's that natural resistance breathing we were talking about in thought number one. And with that, thank you again for listening. Remember to go back and check out the Breathing Blue article or at least just utilize water in your life, whether it's through headphones, being out in nature, or getting in the water and getting that free natural resistance breathing. Remember that breath is heart, right? Heart is breath and and breath is heart. So go back and read that quote a million times because it's amazing. Remember to surrender to the breath, right? Let it be. And that might be a, a metaphor for all these different things in life that we need to let go of or let be how they are rather than how we think they should be. And remember that continuum or that spectrum of art to science and breathing lies right in between there. Find the sweet spot for you and have another awesome week. I'll see you next time.